Come on in and welcome to On The Being Podcast. I am so excited that you have joined me, the host, Marquita Green, as I have come to empower you and to inspire and encourage you to find the balance in your life. You know where it is to be on the beam of life, that place where you might be overwhelmed, that place where you are wearing so many hats, and you might feel a little unbalanced and a little off kilter. Well, hopefully these few nuggets that I will give you will just keep you grounded and allow you to find balance while on the beam of life. Stay tuned. Welcome to the month of December. I like to look at this as the beginning of the end. It is the beginning of a brand new month, yet it is the last month of the year. So when we think about what that means, we're ending a season, but it's the beginning of the ending of that season. And what that means is that this is an opportunity for you to begin again, for you to begin something fresh and new. As we go on this journey for the next couple of weeks, I am going to be talking to you about the things that you need to begin to put an end to. You heard it right. Let's spend some time in this season thinking about the things that have held us bound up, that have kept us just shut down from the things that God really has for us. And as we go forward, you'll see how that unfolds. So if you've been following me at all, then you know that I like to mention my background with a theme song. Here it goes. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on a playground is where I spent most of my days. If you don't know where that comes from, it is the theme song to The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I love that show, and I'm probably Asian myself. That is a show that I grew up watching. It is a show where it takes the story of a young guy who was raised, guess where? West Philly, you got it. And he ended up having to go live with some relatives in Bel Air, California. So he went from kind of a a very city, uh, impoverished area to a very wealthy, high city area. And so it talks about the journey in this new life, in this new world where he wasn't really accustomed to. Well, I grew up watching this show and I recently realized that they were having a 30th anniversary. Wow. Take a second and just think back to where you were 30 years ago. Think about how simple life was 30 years ago. Think about what challenges you faced but nothing like what we're dealing with today. You may have even 30 years ago been dealing with some very traumatic things, but then think about where you are today and think about how some things are different. So when you think about the difference between today and 30 years ago, there's a lot that happened then. There were some good times, maybe even some bad times. And then when you fast forward to today, there are some good times and may even be some challenging situations today. In any event, I'm sharing this with you because as I watched the reunion episode, I was just in awe. It was an incredible story about the beginning journey from 30 years ago 
and an update picture about where these characters are today. Not so much how they are professionally, but just reminiscing over the years. And I think this is a prime time for us to think back on those times. As we're talking about this being the beginning of the end, you cannot get to the next season. You cannot get to the next phase in life without some reflection on what developed you into where you are and who you are today. And it doesn't mean that I'm encouraging you to hold on to the negative things, but you have to recognize them in order to cast off some things. Jesus, we're talking about uh, displacing some baggage. We're talking about bringing an end to something. So if there are some painful memories, this is the time to bring an end to those things. So in this 30th reunion episode, we see Janet Hughes at the very end. They bring her in and she shares her, a pain from 27 to 30 years ago. You may not know who she is, but if you're in my age bracket and if you were watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, then you will know that over the course of the years, there were two different Aunt Vivs. There was one Aunt Viv, a dark-skinned actress for a couple of years. And then out of the blue, there was a light-skinned Aunt Viv. They were very different mannerisms, very different characters. And we didn't understand it. I was too young to understand it. But as I watched the 30th reunion episode, it became clear that it wasn't an easy break. There was some hurt that happened then. There were some painful memories from that experience. And I wanted to share with you, I can't really go into it for time purposes, but I wanted to share with you a little bit about what that looks like. When you're looking at the characters and when you're looking at what happened, you begin to realize that on the scene was a character. But in order for that character to come to life, there were some things that behind the scenes had to be laid aside. And so as you're watching the 30th reunion episode, you see Janet Hughes talk about what was going on in her life behind the scenes. You hear her talking about a pregnancy. We didn't know at the time, but there was a pregnancy in the movie. Well, there was a, in the show, there was a real pregnancy manifesting 27 years ago. And it wasn't just the pregnancy. And for all the women that are listening, you know how sometimes pregnancy and hormones can create an imbalance and can impact us emotionally. Well, Janet Hughes was dealing with some of that, but also there were some struggles within her marriage. She at one point describes an abusive marriage, um, the terminology thereof. She doesn't get into the specifics, but she terms it an abusive marriage. So if you're not really understanding what that looks like, this woman was dealing with some serious things while trying to portray this amazing character on the show. And so many of us deal with this dichotomy each and every day. We deal with this dichotomy of trying to figure out who we are in the natural, but we mask it and we hide it and we cover it up to be what people desire for us to be for them. And that's what was happening with Janet Hughes and the Aunt Viv character. She was dealing with some real life situations. She was carrying some burdens on that set every day. And it caused her to have an emotional shutdown 
from the rest of the cast because it became challenging to navigate. But how many of us deal with those same situations today? How many of us are so set on trying to make sure that we're showing up for our loved ones? We're showing up for our friends. We're showing up for our family members. We're showing up in the workplace. We're showing up in our churches. We're showing up in our ministry. We're showing up on social media. We're showing up in every place where we need to quote unquote show up for people. But while we're showing up for people, we're shutting down internally. Jesus, what that episode made me realize is that there are times and situations where we're failing to recognize people for who they truly are. And in the midst of failing to recognize people for who and where they truly are, we are really missing opportunities to connect. We're missing opportunities to support. We're missing opportunities to embrace. We're missing opportunities to build up. And every time we miss an opportunity, we're allowing the space for the enemy to come in to do something in that atmosphere. Before I go any further, I want you to take a moment and just think back. Think back on some times where you've had to cover up some things. Maybe you weren't covering up a pregnancy. Maybe you weren't covering up an abusive marriage. But have there been times where you have been deeply hurt inside by something someone said, something someone did, something that was going on around you, within you, whether it was in your marriage, with your children, with ailing and aging parents, with sibling rivalries, something that has been going on within you and around you that you couldn't really articulate, you really couldn't deal with, you really couldn't share with others, but yet you were forced to put on this mask and show up for other people. I want you to think about that. At the same time, I want you to spend a second to think about how other people could have been showing up in spaces where you existed, where you failed to see what they were dealing with in the moment. But when you took a moment to self-reflect, when you took a moment to look back, when you took yourself on a 30-year journey, a 20-year, a 10-year, even a 30-day reflection, and you spent some time thinking about what things were like during a specific time frame, what somebody may have been dealing with during a specific time frame. I encourage you to spend some time thinking about that, self-reflecting on yourself, but also self-reflecting on others. While you do that, let's break. I hope you really had a chance to get your situations on your mind, but also those of other people. And I know that this week is a little bit different, but it's it's critical that as you begin to wrap up 2020, as you begin to think about how you want to see some things different in your life going forward, I think it's critical that you spend some time reflecting on where you currently are and reflecting on where you've been. Why? Because when we think about the baggage that we hold on to, those are the things that are preventing us from moving forward. Think about when you are simply... Um, traveling through an airport or taking a trip on on a public transportation, whatever it may be. And when you have a lunch bag and a briefcase and a suitcase and a, a, a suit bag for hanging clothes and you have all of these things, you tend to travel slower or more slowly, right? You're not as swift when you're carrying all these things because you're trying to balance them. You're trying to 
keep them in tow. You're trying to make sure you don't drop anything. And depending on how much stuff you have in each of those bags depends on also how quickly you're able to travel. The more weight that you're carrying, the longer it takes to get one foot in front of the other. And so these weights may not be a purse or pocketbook. It may not be a briefcase. It may not be some different forms of luggage. Maybe the weight is the weight of unforgiveness. Perhaps your weight is the weight of shame. Maybe you have a weight of guilt weighing on you. Maybe you have some other weights of abandonment, rejection, deceit, jealousy, anger, bitterness. Maybe those are the weights you carry. But whatever the weights are, they're holding you back because even though you want to go forward, oh my God, I can feel it. There's something that tugs you, that pulls you in the opposite direction. Well, those are the weights that we need to begin to cast off. And the way that you begin to cast them off is by getting them on your mind and being able to recognize the fact that they exist. When we fail to realize the existence of a thing, it becomes invisible, but because it's invisible doesn't mean it doesn't. Jesus carry a weight. And so I wanted to encourage you to think about that because as I was watching the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion, I began to just think back over my own life and begin to think about what weights do I carry and how long have I been carrying them? As you watch this the scene between Will Smith and Janet Hughes, it is very clear that they have both been carrying in this weight of heaviness, a weight of unforgiveness for the better part of 27 years. Jesus, can you imagine all of the things that can be accomplished in 27 years But even worse, all of the things that were held back because of this level of bondage that was created between them. And so as Janet Hughes is speaking, her career was highly impacted by miscommunication. A simple miscommunication between these two people, this actor and actress, it created such a wedge between them, but it heavily impacted her career, which impacted her finances, which impacted her family, all because a 21-year-old didn't understand what this woman was dealing with at the tw- at the time. A 21-year-old male was unable, understandably, was unable to recognize and understand the weight that this woman was carrying. But as I watched it, I wonder... Why did he even have such power and authority? That aside, think about the power and authority that you have in someone else's life that you may not even understand. And when you even look at what weight, power, and authority you carry, think about the weight, power, and authority that other people carry in your life. Jesus, think about how someone made a statement to you that kept you in bondage emotionally for years because you just kept repaying, replaying those words over and over in your head. Well, that's essentially what happened between these two. There were some words that he spoke, probably unknowingly, and they had such a major impact on this woman's life. 
And he didn't even realize it until they have this encounter. And so why am I sharing all this? Because I want you to begin to get these things on your mind. So you begin to think about where you find yourself in the same situation and then begin to cast those weights off. What happened during this few minutes in this reunion show that they aired anyway, you see this moment where they released it into the atmosphere A request for forgiveness is provided. Forgiveness is granted. Jesus. And then you hear them say, I'm good. We're good. That is exactly where you need to be. You need to think about who it is that you need to release. What it is that you need to be released. What and who needs to be forgiven from something that was said or done to you. Of course, I'm going to leave you with some scripture and I want you to get these words deep down inside of you. If you turn over with me to James chapter five and verse 16, it says to confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. What am I saying here? That we must open up our mouths and we must confess our trespasses, confess our transgressions, confess our wrongdoings one to another. So if I've done something to you, if I've done something to my my sister or brother, if I've done something to my spouse, children, if I've done something to anyone That I must go to them and I must confess that I've had this transgression against them. And likewise, if I've done something to someone, it's important that they, that you come to me and share that with me because I may not realize it. I may have a 20 year old Will Smith mentality where I don't really recognize how my actions are impacting you. And oftentimes, you may or may not have heard me say that uncommunicated expectations breeds a lot of damage within relationships. And so in that same vein, we're not just talking about expectations, but if there's something that is uncommunicated to me about what I've said or done, I can't fix it. And so this passage of scripture is telling us that we must open our mouths and we must confess to one another how we've hurt each other, how we feel hurt, so that then we can begin to pray one for another. That when I have come to you and I have expressed an ought and vice versa, that we can begin to pray for wholeness, that we can pray together for healing, that we can pray together for restoration of this relationship. And when we do that, that we may be healed, but we're not going to be healed if there's not confession and we can't be healed if we're not seeking prayer and forgiveness one to another together. The scripture continues to say that it is the effective fervent prayer of the righteous man that avails much. So when we're able to admit wrongdoing, when I am able to confess that I've done something, when My brothers are able to accept my apologies and all of this goes both ways. Then we're able to stand in agreement in prayer for healing, wholeness, restoration. And when we do that, God will hear us and 
many things will be available unto us. And so my encouragement to you is just to think about the masks that you've had to wear, why you've had to wear them. Think about other people, the masks that they've worn around you. Think about whether or not there are any oughts or any transgressions that need to be forgiven, that need to be confessed, that need to be prayed over so that healing can come. In this season, I am encouraging you to think about the places and the spaces that need to be healed before you can go forward, before you can go forward into a new year, before you can go forward into a new season, before you can go forward in the newness that God has already created for you. There are some things that you need to let go. There are some weights that need to be released. There are is some baggage that needs to be tossed by the wayside in order for you to truly, truly, truly go forward. And so allow the words of James 5 and 16 to just resonate with you. Spend some time thinking about the last 30 days, the last 30 months, the last 30 years where there may have been some pain, there may have been some end discretions. There may have been some animosity. There may have been some hurt. There may have been some backlashing or some tongue lashing. It doesn't matter what it is. This is a new season. This today is the beginning of the end. This is the start of something new. And the way you get into new is to let go of the old. If you are looking for someone to walk this journey with you, connect with me. I am going to be embracing on a 21-day journaling experience beginning on December 11th. I would love to have you join me. There is no cost. The only thing that you need to do is have your sore journal. And we are going to walk through the journaling process with daily prompts. We're going to walk through the things that need to be unveiled. We're going to walk through the metamorphosis process. We're going to talk about allowing your light to shine in dark areas. We are going to allow you to unmask the things that are holding you back. And so if you need to connect, just um, connect with me at www.marquitagreen.com. I would love to connect with you and share more about how together we can take this journey. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of On The Being. I hope that you have gotten some word or some nugget of empowerment or encouragement, motivation and inspiration to just keep you balanced and focused while on the beam of life. Come back for the next episode and be sure to share this podcast with your friends, families and loved ones. I love you. I'll be praying for you. And I am here standing in the gap with you. Have a great day. Peace.